you're listening to the Put Your Passion to Work podcast, where together we seek to gather inspiration, motivation, along with tangible tips to start and scale your coaching business. I'm your host, Michelle Marie, mindset and business coach. With over 18 years of business experience, you and I are going to transform your passion of helping others so you too can create a profitable coaching business. Let's have some fun while we build your biz starting right now. Hey, you guys, welcome to another episode of the Put Your Passion to Work podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Marie. Today's episode is back to business, baby. We're going to be talking about how to name your business, your website, your next program. I'm going to share with you some tips on how to maximize the perfect name or title for SEO. Before we dig in, I have to read you the five-star review of the week. This comes from my girl, Soul Shine Photographer, a must listen for sure. Michelle is so knowledgeable, personable, and easy to follow along and learn. I've learned so much from this podcast and following her on other platforms already. I'm much more comfortable in my business and it's all because of her. I cannot thank you enough. You are so welcome. And if you guys are listening to the show and this is your first episode or your third or even fifth episode, I want you to show me some love. Pause this, go to Apple Podcasts, scroll down onto ratings and leave me a review and I can feature you on the next episode. All right, so diving right in, how to choose the perfect name for your new business, for your program, for your membership, for your website. So I think we've all been there. We've found ourselves spending way too much time waiting for this perfect name to kind of pop in our heads with this aha moment. I know the lack of finding a good name can sometimes prevent us from moving forward and taking that next step in our business because we're sitting around waiting again for this aha moment. Other times we're feeling like, okay, all the good names are taken or I thought of this name and then the universe showed me three other entrepreneurs that have a similar name for their program, so I'm not going to use it. How could I ever come up with something clever, etc.? Oh, I know what it's like to struggle with choosing a name for your business or your website, especially when you want something unique and catchy, but it seems like all the best names are taken. So I'm going to share with you some tips on how to choose the perfect business name or title for your next podcast or blog or membership or Facebook group, because I want you to stop wasting so much time waiting for this aha moment for a name and then really just start working on other important tasks for your business because there's always something else we can be doing, right? So I came up with this thing called the BRAVE method, and it's an acronym. It stands for brainstorm, research, availability, verify, and ending. So I'm going to walk you guys through this, and I actually created a freebie for you that I talk about all these things inside of it. So I'm going to link this for you to download so you can have it as a reference. Okay, so step one, I'm going to use the example of a new business name. So step one in the BRAVE method is to brainstorm. So I want you to think about what does your business do and who do you serve? And why are you feeling called to do this work? So after you do that, I want you to just brain dump about 10 to 20 words that describe your brand and use words that are actually going to convey and evoke certain emotions. Then after you do that, you can write out a few sentences based on these descriptions that you just listed. So let me go ahead and give you an example because I feel like that always brings the lesson home. (laughs) 
So let's pretend that I'm a health coach for busy moms like myself. I love cooking healthy meals for my family, and I want to start to teach other busy moms how to plan ahead and cook healthy meals for their families. How do I do this? Well, I often buy in bulk and I make my own freezer meals. I like to make my meals on Sundays and kind of save them throughout the week. And I'm noticing that my friends are always asking me, how do I do this? So here are some words that are coming up for me through this example that I'm a health coach. So words are coming up like healthy, family, meal plans, plan ahead, freezer meals, moms, moms on the go, busy, easy meal prep. So after I brain dump all these words on a piece of paper, I'm going to I'm going to start to put them together and try to create some sentences. So here's some sentences that I came up with with those words. Moms who meal plan, freezer meal moms, meal prep moms, on-the-go meal plans. So these sentences are the beginning of your new domain name. Don't try to steal it because I think I actually have momswhomealplan.com. I, I was going to try to do a business like that because I used to be involved with an MLM that sold food and food products, and I thought... I was doing it for a while and I thought that I could maybe turn it into a little side hustle business, but uh, then I decided, no, I'm going to be a coach. I'm going to be a coach of business and that was really what my passion was, but I do have that domain to this day and I'm still waiting for, I don't know, maybe I'll release it. Maybe I'll still continue to do this sometime in, in a future life, but for now, if you try to get this one, just know it is taken. All right, so step two is research and in the download that I have, how to choose the perfect domain name for your business, I say that really at this point, you should be feeling excited about a potential name. If not, I want you to go back into step one until you have something worth getting excited over. Now, this is a huge side note. If you spend over one week in this step one or two, so the next step is research, I just want you to go ahead and buy the domain of your first and last name. And if you're not sure... If that's gonna work for you, just know you can always change it. It is not a big deal. There's this thing called forwarding. And for example, I think I also own the domain michellemariecoaching.com. And if I ever wanted to rebrand outside of my putyourpassiontowork.com brand, I already have the domain purchased. So I would simply just forward or point anyone who puts in michellemariecoaching.com over to Put Your Passion to Work. So don't worry if, you maybe want to change something or maybe your whole brand is your name but your program is something catchy okay so when in doubt do not spend over a week on this you guys just go ahead and get your name domain put a word after it that describes it if your .com name is taken like for example michellemarie.com that was probably taken 10 years ago so michellemariecoaching.com wasn't and so of course i bought it okay so step two research you're feeling excited, you think you might have something, now you need to research and see with a Google search to see if that .com version is taken, to see if someone else has trademarked it or used it. Sometimes domain companies will buy these domains and they command a really extreme resale price. I don't think that's fair, but there's really no regulation stopping it. So I don't recommend spending a large amount, but it really is up to you if you wanna spend $12 on an annual domain or 1000 for now, just know that there's other options besides a .com, and the next best thing would be a .co, .co. I've seen that gain popularity in recent years. .net is always a good version as well. .org is usually re reserved for nonprofits. 
and .edu is usually reserved for schools. So just know that you have many options and you can actually type in and go to the actual website to see if a domain that you have is live or if maybe a domain company owns it and wants to sell it for resale value. So make a note of this. You can also go to leandomainsearch.com and it allows you to enter in keywords. And through these keywords, it'll add common string words so you can always, always, always find a .com combination. So let me give you an example. Momswhomealplan.com, let's say that's available. And let's say freezermealmom.com is taken, but freezermealmoms.com is available. Momsonthegomealplans.com is taken and the website is in use, but momsonthegomealplans.co is available. So now it's your turn to go ahead and do the research, write those things down, which ones are available, which ones aren't. Make sure that it's not too close to your niche and that you're going to be completely, you know, copying off somebody. And there's a hint. Can you pluralize the name, like I said in the example, from mom to moms? And can you add in an extra string word or keyword, such as coaching in the domain name, that's going to help you get the .com version? All right, moving on to step three, availability. So congratulations, at this point in the game, you've found the name of your new business and you know that it's available. You might even have a few choices. So now we're gonna do a little bit more of an in-depth search to check the availability on social media platforms. So anytime I want to buy a domain, I'm always gonna perform a Google keyword search just to see kind of what the first few pages of the search engine pops up with. And if there's a conflict, you really have to choose whether or not at this point you're going to tweak your name. At its worst, I've had a cease and desist letter emailed to me because unbeknownst to myself, because I didn't do this step three of availability and check legally if I could use a name that was trademarked, I had to shut something down. I wasn't sued, but I think it could have went down that road. So this is why step three is so important. Uh, let me give you an example here. So we're going to go with momswhomealplan.com. It's available for a domain. No one else is really using it. It's not trademarked. So now I want to go on YouTube and Instagram and do a Google search with similar keywords such as meal planning mamas. And that's going to tell me that there's an established market. So that's a really good thing. But you want to know eventually where you want to show up on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn grab the domains there as well. So that's gonna be in the form of a handle. So at Moms Who Meal Plan, you wanna go ahead and grab that for your Instagram. Maybe you wanna create a Facebook group, Moms Who Meal Plan. So go ahead and type a keyword search right in the search bar of Facebook and see what comes up. And at this point, you're going to wanna snatch up all those available social media handles at this point. You, I'm not telling you that you need to go start them and start posting things. You just want to go ahead and grab that handle so that when you are ready, it's there and nobody has it. If someone has it, let's say the domain is available, momswhomealplan.com is available, but someone on Instagram has that handle and they've got, I don't know, 40,000 followers, maybe at this point you want to switch the domain name or not. There's no legal issues here because we're going to do a check on that as well, but you don't want to look like a biter. You don't want to look like you're copying. However, all the good names 
are probably in use. All the popular two and three word names are probably in use. So you really need to decide if that's going to dissuade you or not, because there's always going to be a Coke to your Pepsi, so to speak. All right, so now you've really got a good handle on Google and the domains and the social medias. And step four is to verify. So this isn't the most fun step, but it's really important legal stuff. Like I said before, you do not want to have the heart-stopping experience of a cease and desist letter emailed to you if you violate a trademark. And in most scenarios, you're not going to run into a conflict, but you really do need to make sure. You have to do your due diligence here. So you can go verify on the U.S. trademark database, finding it by putting in that keyword search into Google. Then step two is you want to check your state's website to verify the name is available to register. And here's a special tip. Repeat this step if you ever decide to create a digital product. My first ever group coaching academy had a name that was used similarly by someone else in this space who was a little bit more established than me. And when I found out, I was angry at her. She doesn't know who I am, but I know who she is. And I was angry that she had taken my name, but it wasn't trademarked. And so I went with it. I honestly decided to change it in the long run because it didn't flow off the tongue the way I wanted to. And now I have something that I really, truly love, Profitable Coaching Academy. But it went through a name change, you guys. And and because I had seen it after the fact, after I created all my landing pages and all my emails, I probably would have changed it. But because I was so far in, I thought, eh, I could always change it in the future. And it all worked out and it was a learning experience. So just do yourself the favor and verify the legal stuff. All right, so we're at step five, you guys, the ending in the brave method. So you found your name. Even if you can't find the .com option, like I said, you want to consider a different TLD or top-level domain, so that's just the ending. So the .com name is really saturated, and as I mentioned before, the new trend that you can use is .co.co. If you're in another country, you can use your country's TLD. I see a lot that are .uk, .it is Italy, .ca is Canada, so that's always an option. You can even get really fancy, you guys, with a subject-specific ending or TLD, such as .life or .club. They do tend to carry a higher annual fee, so a typical domain is about $12 annually. I've seen these specific ones be $30 a year annually, so not much more. Um, I'll give you an example, too. So I have a domain for my Facebook group, so sure, you can go to www.facebook.com forward slash create your dream biz and find me. That's a mouthful. So I like to buy domains for the name of my Facebook groups. So for me, it's createyourdream.biz because I think createyourdreambusiness.com wasn't available. So I used one of these fancy subject specific endings.biz. So that's always a really good option too. Again, Searching for these alternate endings and making a note of them to see what's available and not is going to really save you some time and be super helpful. And I recommend purchasing the name through Google Domains. You can also use GoDaddy. There's a ton of them out there, but I always use Google Domains. Okay, so there you have it. This is my brave method for choosing the best name for anything in your business. You want to brainstorm, research, make sure it's available, verify it, and choose the correct ending or TLD. 
here's a bonus as well. So I kind of touched on the fact that you might be trying to search for the perfect name or title for a blog or a podcast or even an email. So for this, my secret tip for you is to go to ami.com. It's the American Marketing Institute. And from there, you can play around with titles and it will rate it. It will come back with a percentage. And the higher the percentage, the better your title is and the more it will be liked by SEO keyword searches. Another great one is CapitalizeMyTitle.com. And this has the same features and functionality as the American Marketing Institute, but it goes one step further. You want to make sure you capitalize it right. Like, do I capitalize the word the? Do I capitalize a or an, a-n? I always forget this. I'm actually pretty good with it, but you never know. So I always, always, always throw my title into there to make sure that it is capitalized properly. Then right underneath it, there's a link that will give you the optimal SEO percentage of what I just talked about. Is the title itself optimized and at what percent? Since I'm here, let me just dig in real quick into this. I'm going to pull it up on my website. Okay, so here I am at the Advanced Marketing Institute. I think I said it wrong before, but AMIinstitute.com. And it's going to give you the emotional marketing value of your headline. Then it's going to have you select your business or industry. And then it'll go ahead and analyze it with giving you an emotional marketing value. And there's three appeals that you want to appeal to with a headline for your people. There's an intellectual appeal, an empathetic appeal, and a spiritual appeal. It's really hard to get all three, but usually your score will have one really high ranking appeal and then there's one that's a little bit ranked less so when you're empathetic in your title those are words that really bring out the ethos and the strong positive emotional reaction so I think for most of us who are doing attraction marketing that's probably the one you want to focus on but also too intellectual is going to be important so those ones it says that they're words that are effective when you're offering products and services that are very logical and they, they require reasoning or careful evaluation and then finally spiritual are the strongest potential for influence and they appeal at a very deeper emotional level even than the empathetic so the scoring let me put in one real quick for you guys I'm gonna do this live so I'm going to go ahead and try to name this episode and I'm going to try to name it how to choose the perfect domain. So let's see what it spits out for me. I'm selecting the category of business and professional services. Ooh, wah, wah. It's kind of low. The score is 20% and it actually goes on to tell you that most professional copywriters headlines have between 30 and 40%. The most gifted will have 50 and 75%. I've played around in here, you guys, and I've been able to get that level, 50 to 75. A perfect score obviously is 100%, but I think that's really rare to get to. So for me, 28%, mm -mm, that's not good enough. So I'm going to play around in here and try to get it all the way up to, let's say, a minimum of 50%. Through the power of editing, you don't know this, but I just spent about 10 minutes trying to come up with a better ranking name than the one I just listed and I cannot. So my time is up. I will not spend over five to 10 minutes trying to optimize a name. I wish I had the luxury of 
trying to pick one that was 50 to 80% every time, but progress, not perfection, right? So at this time, I don't have a better name that ranks higher. So if I do come up with one, you will see when this episode airs, but if not, it will be how to choose the perfect name for your business. And we are going to leave it at that. So I will optimize in my blog post for this episode, some keyword searches and things that might rank higher through an extended Google search if I have the time. But just know that you could spend all day doing this stuff and I want you to learn how to listen to your gut and intuition. And even though something might resonate with you, but it's giving a lower percentage, at the end of the day, I think your gut should win. And you know what resonates well with your audience. You can always do and introduce things like split testing. For example, one email, but two subject lines, and you can test them out and see what the open rates are. And if you do that a few times, you can actually see what words or titles resonate better with your audience, ones that are more logical or maybe ones that are a little bit more empathetic. So play around with this, use it as a tool, but do not let it hinder you from doing the thing and being successful. All right, you guys, I hope this was a helpful episode. Please check out my freebie vault. It's gonna have access to how to find the perfect domain name PDF. And if you want to learn how to work with me and do a brainstorm session, if you have listened to this episode and you still can't think of a name, that's kind of my bread and butter. So reach out to me, putyourpassiontowork.com forward slash work with me and apply for a breakthrough session. Here's to your passion and success. Hey, real quick before you go, if you are inspired by today's show and you learned something new, I want you to take a screenshot Post it in your Instagram stories and tag me at put your passion to work because together we can practice abundance, take inspired action, and help motivate other passionate women just like us.